0: Welcome. This is Dump on the Ump, ostensibly a baseball podcast. It's been a minute. Coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. My name is Joel. With me tonight, as per usual,
1: is Sam.
0: Sam, how's it
1: going? Hey, Joel, I'm doing pretty well. I'm <clears throat> coming at you, as usual, from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, my hot take for today. And I know everyone's expecting it to be about baseball because the trade deadline is tomorrow and there's a flurry of activity happening this evening. But my hot take today has to do with NFL football. The uh, NFL, the league, passed down its uh, punishment for serial sexual assault er Deshaun Watson today. Six-game suspension. And my hot take here is that they chose this moment to, to hand out a pretty weak, I think we can all agree, punishment uh, because they knew that their the news would get pushed down to the bottom of everyone's news feed because of the Major League Baseball trade, trade deadline. And my hot take is, is that, my not-so-hot take is, is that the fucking NFL football, the league, is a fucking stupid bitch, and I hate them. Yeah. Um, Because this shit's fucked up. And you know, I realized that he settled what 40 of his cases out of court. Um, But this guy clearly is a serial sexual offender. uh, And he got suspended six games. Um, And you know, if you put that into the context of like, people who smoked weed, and then were suspended for an entire season. And like, what's the kind of message that you're trying to send to your audience? Which clearly is like, it's okay to abuse women, right? Or it's like, not too bad. It's like, kind of bad, you know? But like, not half a season bad. We're not talking half a season bad here, guys. We're talking like, maybe six games, maybe. But only if you do it like 50 times.
0: My expectations for this team are so low. I mean, not team, this league, the NFL, are so low right now. I don't know what I expected them to do coming even on the heels of the Cleveland Browns picking up Deshaun Watson.
1: Right, which is shameful in itself.
0: Of all these allegations, on allegations. And so you just have corruption from top to bottom. And we've talked about, you know, unfortunately, sex crimes in professional sports is pretty fucking common. And right. we talked a lot about in light of the ongoing Trevor Bauer saga. Right. And, and here's my honest question. I think I, I want to get your take on this first, because I think I know how I feel, but I don't know how convinced I am in my convictions. Right. To what degree does the league as the workplace, what right do they have to discipline a player who has not actually been legally prosecuted. But I can't just on watch and say, I settled out of court. I'm not, you know, it, it's never going to go to trial. I think people would say, well, he's innocent until proven guilty. What right does the workplace have to punish him?
1: Well, I think that they can do whatever they want, right? That's like the way that it works. They can do, they can discipline him however the fuck they want to. And then there's an appeal process, but like they they essentially like this decision is was like how much do we think that the majority of NFL fans give a shit about women? Right? And nice. the answer is pretty fucking low, right? Nice. Because this decision is a fucking joke, man. Like, this guy should be in prison, probably. Sure. Um, and the only reason he's not is because he's a very wealthy man, right. you know? And,
0: and support of the National Football League, the National Football League Players Association, and the Cleveland Browns football organization.
1: Right. Yeah, I'm going to throw this back to uh you remember, what the fuck is this guy's name? I want to say it's he played for, he was the running back for the Falcons, and he punched his wife in the face. I'm in thinking the about... elevator. Yeah. Ray Rice is a Ray, Ray, Ray Rice. Okay, Baltimore. Um, Baltimore. Right, Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Yeah. and so this news came out. He broke his wife's eye socket. Right, and everyone knew that, and the league suspended him, like three games or something. Right, and he like you know did a whole sorry speech. Then the security footage for the elevator got leaked to the press and it got on the internet. And then the league suspended him because just like they could handle him. They had no problem. They had three game problem with him knocking his wife out with a punch to the face. But what they couldn't handle is other people seeing the footage of that. Mm-hmm. He never played in the NFL again. Yeah. Only because that, so like the NFL, it's like, their responsibility is to their brand 100% and they think that like a 6 game suspension for serial sexual assaulter Deshaun Watson is enough to protect their brand right but they yeah. don't give a shit about those women like they never did
0: no here's another thing this isn't as as important as what you're talking about but Deshaun Watson was in the same draft as Patrick Mahomes, and both of them went behind the Chicago Bears drafting Mitchell Trubisky. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I remember that draft, it wasn't that long ago, I want to say 2014 or something like that. Might have even been more recent than that. Because Deshaun Watson was a big star coming out of college. He went to Clemson. And at the time, I was like, you guys should draft this guy, Deshaun Watson first right and they picked Mitchell Trubisky which everybody hated that guy's now the backup for the Buffalo Bills right and Pat Mahomes is multiple Super Bowl attending one-time Super Bowl champion in all the T-Mobile commercials with Aaron Rodgers yeah possible face of NFL really nemesis
1: for Bart Simpson
0: Nemesis of Boat Simpson, fucking voiced by Jim Henson. Uh, no. No, I feel like don't Kelsey I, Grammar, right? No, yeah, yeah. Kelsey Grammar. He looks like <laughs> Sh- no, Bob. He sounds like Kermit the Frog.
1: Oh, he sounds like Kermit. I see, I see. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely. Nemesis of Boat Simpson. <laughs> but I just hope, I mean, I agree with you that this is fucking pathetic of the NFL to give Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson, essentially a slap on the wrist. But hopefully it does hurt his brand, right? And whereas the stock of, uh, what's his name, Mahomes continues to rise, hopefully the stock of Deshaun Watson will continue to fall, especially now that he's fucking stuck with the Cleveland
1: Browns. Right, that'll be enough to kind of send him into a...
0: Jesus Christ, what the fuck is up with them? Now they've got a series That of city players.
1: really shits out quarterbacks.
0: Right, they've gone from Johnny Football, Johnny Manziel, mm-hmm. to what was his name? May, um, Mayfield? Baker Mayfield? Yes, yeah, Baker Mayfield. And now they're going with serial sex criminal Deshaun Watson. Yeah. That's not exactly... You know, when your best citizen <laughs> of the three is fucking... Baker Mayfield. Johnny
1: Manziel.
0: Johnny Manziel was doing coke. Right. But not that I know, I don't know of any sex crimes that he was uh, allegedly... I think
1: he actually was involved in something with somebody. Yeah, probably.
0: Anyway, yeah, fuck the Cleveland Browns. Fuck the NFL. Fuck football. Um... So we'll, we'll follow up with this, especially as the NFL approaches, which I hate. Right. And, uh, my name's Joel. I'm coming at you from Champaign, Illinois. Uh, my hot take for tonight is that maybe we'll talk about this again in a second. Here's my hot take. The Chicago White Sox, they're 51-50 and 50 right now. They're still going to win the sorry-ass AL Central Division, and they're going to win it on the last weekend of the season against the Minnesota Twins. Cool. They are two games starting play tonight. They're two games behind the Twins, and I believe one game behind the Cleveland Guardians. At the beginning of July, they were five and a half games behind Minnesota. They went 16-11. and 16 and 11 in July, and today they're starting August. They're at home against the Kansas City Royals. Here is their August schedule. Versus Kansas City at Texas. At Kansas City versus Detroit. Versus Houston at Cleveland. At Kansas City at Baltimore. Versus Arizona versus Kansas City. That's
1: not a bad schedule.
0: That's pretty easy. The only winning teams that they play the entire month are Houston and Cleveland. And Houston is the only current playoff team that they play. Mm-hmm. They're a game behind Cleveland, two games behind Minnesota. So uh, it, they're going to finish at something dumb, like 86 or 87 wins, I think. But uh-huh. I've given up hope. They're, they're going to win the division. And then probably get fucking swept by the Astros in the D- in the DS or something
1: stupid like that. <laughs> well, at least you guys are going to make the playoffs. I don't think that's going to happen for the Red Sox this year.
0: It's not looking like that. Let's. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. My backup hot take was that I shaved last night, like at one yeah. o'clock in the morning, and. I posted uh, before and after pics on Twitter. Uh-huh. And it's funny, nobody on Twitter likes that I shaved.
1: Yeah. I think well, that's a pretty scruffy group you roll with on Twitter, is what yeah. I've noticed, from your Hangout pics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were
0: like, what'd you do that for? And... You know, you know me, I do not grow facial hair. So I'm assuming that yeah. would probably be the last time I have facial hair in my lifetime. Most wow, likely. that's intense. Well, Most likely, because that's like the leftovers of COVID. Right. You know, that's like two years of just letting myself go and not grooming myself.
1: Well, you look good, I think.
0: Yeah, well, I think in person, <clears throat> people... Think well. You're not in person right now, but I think the people who see you in person are like, "Oh yeah, you definitely look better without that stupid,
1: <laughs> stupid." I like, like the beard too, but I think it. I think it's a good look. A nice, yeah, boyish face you got going on there.
0: That's what they said also on Twitter that I look oh, yeah.
1: at least five
0: years younger.
1: Right. Yeah. I can't wait for my beard to grow back personally. But,
0: yeah. You know, well. You, but I am
1: a facial hair guy.
0: You are a facial hair guy. Yeah. And you grow it usually really fast.
1: Yes. Yeah. That's
0: oh, true. but you you get patches, right? No. No, you patches don't.
1: Of, patches of gray. Oh, is what I'm getting these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, that's distinguished. Yeah, it's a good look actually. But yeah. we'll we'll see. I I don't have a beard now because I'm going through chemotherapy, and apparently your hair grows back all crazy after chemo. So I really? could be full. I could be fully gray after this treatment.
0: So oh, which that would is, be, that yeah. would be interesting. Is it yeah. texture, did they say that does the texture
1: ever change?
0: Texture changes. And then
1: and it's like only for a while. Like within a year it'll probably be back to normal texture. But could be that the could be that the you know could go gray forever. It'd be interesting. Gray, gray is cool. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty gray right now. Um Sweet.
0: Hey, it's been a while since we've podcasted, but people continue to listen to this stupid podcast. And not, really it's not stupid. It. It's not stupid. It's
1: it's awesome. It's the greatest. Uh, it's only stupid if you don't compare it to other sports podcasts. Or I don't know, man. I television love, shows.
0: You know, I am not biased, but I like all podcast sports podcasts because other sports podcasts—they're always talking about stats and
1: yeah. I don't. That's know. what I'm saying. You yeah. can call our podcast a stupid podcast only in a vacuum. That's what I'm saying. Sure, exactly.
0: <clears throat> Shout but out. when
1: it's stacked up against other podcasts, that's when it shines.
0: And, and there you go. Yeah, that's a good yeah. call. Um, number one listening town, Queens, New York. Number two, Moscow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back, baby.
0: (laughs) Tampa, Florida, Chicago, Brooklyn, San Jose, California, Guatemala City, Sacramento, Yekaterinburg, Russia, Houston, Texas. Brooklyn's on there twice. I don't know why. Um, Cumming, Georgia. That's not a good name for a town.
1: Seriously.
0: I don't want to. (laughs) That sounds terrible. Uh, if you are listening to us, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription on Apple iTunes. You can also um, listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever you get your, your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook, etc. cetera. I want to give a shout out to uh, these guys, The Hookup on film. Um, I'm, I'm, they've invited me on their podcast to talk about movies, I really want to fucking do it. I haven't cool. done it yet because I'm a, a slacker and I never fulfill my obligations. But uh, check, check, be looking out for that because I've got some.
1: What do you, what do you, you got hot takes?
0: I got some hot takes. I got, I got some. I haven't actually gone to the movies in years. Uh, Are you the
1: one who hates Forrest Gump? Yes, I'm the one who yeah. hates Forrest Gump. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, that's a good one. You should lead with that. I will
0: lead with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> For, my movie hot take is I've never seen The Princess Bride. Oh wait, have you seen Space
0: Jam yet? Space Jam One?
1: Space Jam I did see, yeah, but it took a while.
0: Yeah, okay. You've never seen Princess Bride. That's a good yeah. One.
1: yeah. Princess Bride, I haven't seen. That's that's probably my most shocking movie take.
0: Yeah, there are a couple of those that I've got. Eh, Trying to remember. I can't come up with, like, I never saw Alien until, like, a couple of years ago, stuff like Uh that. Yeah, but I haven't seen any new movies um, because of COVID and I don't know. I I guess you can stream most of the new movies now direct to uh, your living room.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty far behind on Marvel movies. I think the last new Marvel movie I saw was Endgame. Yeah, me too, probably.
0: I saw, I watched the Spider-Man movie with the sound off on my uh, neighbor's TV screen the last time I was on the airplane. Why?
1: Why didn't you watch it on yours with the sound on?
0: Because I... Don't. Okay. Because I never carry my own headphones and I really don't like the earbuds that you get. Like they'll give you oh, earbuds. I don't know. Yeah. I'd rather We're going be, on a plane tomorrow. Pack your, your headphones. I will. They're over there. I got to pack them. I got to charge them too. Um, Yeah. I will, we'll talk about that in a minute. So thanks everybody who's listening. Continue to listen and let's fucking talk about baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, today is Monday, August 1st. Tomorrow is Tuesday, August 2nd. So, by the time you listen to this podcast, most likely the trade deadline will be up and gone. But it's not up and gone yet. Um the big thing Sam that I wanted to start us off with is that Juan Soto has yet to be moved. What right. do you think about that?
1: I don't I mean I don't know honestly I I try not to read the endless I don't even know what word vomit like the the 400 the like 800 word endless articles about how maybe the Padres are going to get Juan Soto or whatever because I think it's such fucking nonsense From what I understand, the asking price is incredibly high, possibly the highest ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a tough pill to swallow for a lot of teams. The Padres just made a trade today, a pretty major trade, so that might impact their ability. That might open the field up for a Dodgers swoop in or um, Cardinals to kind of take over the top spot for him. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't be surprised if if he doesn't get moved.
0: I'm shocked that he hasn't been moved yet. I right. thought if the Nationals were going to move him, they would move him quickly. <clears throat> what do you think? Right. Are, not even the odds because that's not what we're here to do. What happens if
1: the Nationals keep him? What does that mean? they will have him next year too. Yeah. He's got this year and next year. until they Maybe comes. get a little bit less for him next year or maybe they're good next year and they don't trade <clears throat> Maybe they try and sign him in the offseason, you know? I mean, they suck. Right. And they,
0: they could not – the most they could get for him is if they move him now. The longer the, they wait, the less valuable he, be, he becomes as a trading
1: piece. I, uh, you know, I – we, you know, talk about the value of a player like that to a franchise – uh, it's pretty major, but I think he said send a tweet out which he deleted immediately. Did you see this? That was essentially like loyalty is for suckers or something like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so,
0: <job>. so, no.
1: <laughs> right after the all star game, he said something like that, right? Um, and you know, they offered him a big contract 400 and some odd million dollars for 15 years, but that's still what like only put them fourth in or fifth in like no not even in the was in the low top tens of average annual value for contracts so and the problem there's two ways of thinking about it and you know if it's him like he could get a 10-year contract for 400 million dollars and then still be in line for another 100 or 2 million dollars after that you know
0: Right, that's the problem with those mega contracts. I mean, the last player to do that would have been Mookie Betts, maybe? Has someone started- Right, but
1: Soto's young, though. Yeah. Soto's 23. 23. Mm-hmm. So if he gets signed to a 10-year contract, that's 33. That's like, you still right. get a decent mm-hmm. 10 years from now, you-, you can probably get a $100, 200000000 million contract as a 33-year-old if you're good.
0: Did Tatis do a 15-year contract with the Padres? Do
1: you know? I believe so, yeah. He's
0: only 21, though, I think. So that's the closest parallel here, really. Even then, though, he might be able to get another contract when that's done. The only point I wanted to make is at the end of those 15 years, your $30 million a year does not go as far. By the time you have the end of your 15-year contract, the, the young guys are going to be signing $45 million a year contracts. You don't right. like limit your own spending unless maybe you're in that Mookie Bet situation where you will be at the end or near the end of your career and
1: probably unable to get another contract. Right, but I mean, also it's not like Thirty million a year is putting you in the poorhouse ten years from now. You know what I mean? Like, right. if that's the case, then baseball no longer exists. You yeah. know what I mean? It's... <sighs> but you know, uh, I think it takes. I think it takes a lot of stones to turn down a four hundred thirty million dollar contract. Hey man,
0: the difference between thirty million dollars a year and forty five million dollars a year is fifteen million dollars a year. I know. I know that. <laughs> i'm aware so money is money um talk to me for a few minutes about your team the boston red sox what are they doing right now
1: they just traded away christian vasquez um and there's no official uh response on the return for christian vasquez yet so we think it's a couple of prospects uh, but it's not official yet so oh no here it is they completed the trade 20 minutes ago Infield, outfield, Emmanuel Valdez and outfield Weiler Abreu, uh, two prospects. Don't know who they are, sure. um, but apparently are pretty good. I don't know what they're ranked in the Astros farm system, but they're both. Okay. One guy is a Double A guy, and the other guy uh, has played Double A and Triple A this year. Okay. Um, if they're the same two. And what did the Red like? Why would the Red
0: Sox dub Vasquez? Uh, how has he been doing? And why is Houston going after him?
1: He's good. He's, I remember, I don't know if you remember, I called him out as the number one all star snub oh. um, for the American League this year because he was having a great year. Um, been 280 something with 10 eight, or eight home runs, maybe. Um, he gets a lot of hits uh, and he bats all over the lineup. He's a plus defender behind the plate, really good game caller, really good game caller. Um, And, uh, Hmm. you know, he's probably a top five offensive catcher in the league. Like, I think that him and it's like Contreras is the biggest catcher on the market. And then, and then it's like, uh, the guy for the A's and Vasquez, and then nobody else, basically. So okay, so he's the, you know he'll help the Astros for sure, but um,
0: he'll probably play behind Martin Maldonado, though, won't he?
1: I mean, I think he's a better catcher. I think he's a better catcher and hitter oh. than Martin. M- he's definitely a better hitter than Martin Maldonado, mm-hmm. um, who's a good catcher and knows the staff. So maybe maybe it's a split. Situation, but you know he's an everyday catcher for sure.
0: Okay, and so that makes sense. So then you took one of our team, my team, the Chicago White Sox. You guys got our, one of our two backup catchers, Reese McGuire, to come right
1: in. What's uh, his deal?
0: He's okay. He's not great. He. So we've had a weird situation at catcher in that Yasmani Grandal has. Is having like a historically disastrous year, right? It, it, it all of a sudden too. He was good last year, and this year he has just been one of the worst players in Major League Baseball. Any really, mm-hmm. he's hitting like two eleven. He's got like a fifty five OPS plus or something like that. He's right. just a disaster. But he's our guy. He's also been hurt. He spent some time on the IL. So uh, Reese McGuire and Sebi Zavala were sharing catching duties. And apparently the front office prefers... Excuse me. The front office prefers Zavala to McGuire. um, Which is fine. I like Zavala. And we're hoping against hope that fucking... Yosemite Grindal can get his shit together. McGuire played, he's 27. This is his fifth year in the big leagues. He played his first four years with the Blue Jays, but he never played more than 78 games, never had more than 217 plate appearances. He's just a backup guy. He's a backup guy. Career 240 batting average, career 76 OPS plus. Um, he's got nine home runs in his career. I don't know. Uh, apparently, he got busted when he was with the Blue Jays for masturbating in public one time. Really? <laughs> see oh, can...
1: no. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't stay on our team very long. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> like, how in public are we talking?
0: About? Let's see if I can find the uh, news. Article. When was this? 2020, August second, 2020. Blue Jays Reese McGuire arrest video from public masturbation case released. This is, from, this is from Bleacher Report. A video showing the arrest of Blue Jays catcher Reese McGuire was released by TMZ, showing him after being caught masturbating in public. He was arrested in February charged with exposure of the sexual organs after you was seen in a parking lot outside a mall in Dunedin, Florida. So this is when the Blue Jays were can't weren't allowed back in Toronto because of COVID. So they were playing all their games at their double A park in Florida.
1: Is that near Jupiter, Florida?
0: I think it's I, I that's a good question. I we'll have to check the map. I think it's on the other side of the peninsula. McGuire was unaware that others were in the area until police knocked on his window. I realized what an idiot, McGuire said to himself. What a dumb place to be hanging out. He tried to convince the officer not to charge him. (laughs) Quote, I realized I made a mistake having my pants down and doing what I was doing, he said. And if there's any way I can really learn from it, and hopefully no one's harmed, I am apologetic. Jesus Christ. He pleaded, he pleaded no contest, had to pay a fine and court costs. <laughs> so I don't know why this isn't Tony Luusa's guy. This strikes me as this guy, right. is Tony Luusa's guy. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's insane. So have fun with him. Um, any other moves the Red Sox made yet? Those are the two big ones. Tommy Pham. Oh, you guys got Tommy Pham. Yeah, Tommy you guys Pham. Are
1: collecting all the, the <laughs> misfits of Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's funny. I know that guy's name, but I really don't know anything about him. He's a
0: guy who got stabbed in the San Diego Padres parking lot. Really? Yeah. He's been around for a while. He played for the Cardinals for years and years and years. And then it's kind of been bouncing around. He's legally blind in one eye. Nice. Yeah, uh, a pretty good outfielder, but I think he's past his prime. Any one time, 30, got,
1: I think he's thirty-one. I don't think he's that old. Okay. I'm gonna look him up. I'm gonna look his stats up. Uh,
0: but um, yeah, he got stabbed one time after. I think it was like
1: after a Padres game too. Right. So, so you, the guy that you got for the. For the car masturbator, uh, Diekman. I don't even know his first name. He was new to us this year. Okay. He's really. I, I understand you need lefty relief, which is good because he's really good against lefties. Actually, he really is. But he can't get righties out. Okay. Like he's a lefty specialist who's screwed over by this three-man minimum, mm-hmm. and he just walks guys. He like, I think he walks like sixty percent of the right-handed batters he faces. And he also hits a lot of guys. Like, I think he's hit nine guys this season already. So he puts a lot of base runners on. That's Um, good.
0: We do need bullpen help. I mean, the bullpen, it's not a mess, but like, we've kind of been patching things together as best we can. And we've got a couple of really big fucking question marks, right? And, so I guess, you know, he's not a, a closer, like, but you've got to send him in to face three batters in a row. That's the issue. Like, you can't have him just face one left-handed guy and then pull him out, so. Right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I, I guess this works. I mean, if we don't need Maguire, if we're going to play Zavala and Grandal at catcher and then we get another lefty reliever, why the fuck not?
1: So, Tommy Fam's having a decent year. Mm -hmm. I mean, not great, but he's doing okay. Dunedin, Florida is not
0: really close to Jupiter. It's near Tampa, and Jupiter is closer to
1: Miami. Right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, it looks like Tommy Fam probably will help us out in the outfield because our outfield, right field specifically, is pretty bad.
0: Okay. So, that makes sense. So, again, I mean, we kind of talked about this earlier. Are the Red Sox still going to be competitive this year, or
1: are they... We got Tommy Pham for a player to be named later. That's kind of incredible.
0: Who'd you get him from? The Padres? Did he come from the Padres? The Reds.
1: Oh, the Reds. Okay. They're probably just dumping salary, I guess. Yeah. That's. A- um, but it's, you know, it's hardly a huge swing getting Tommy Pham. Like, Juan Soto's out there, you know? Right, yeah. So Tommy Pham, for a player to be named later, is not going for it. Um, you know, Christian Vasquez feels more of a sell than Tommy Pham a buy, you know?
0: Yep, yep.
1: Um, although I do think that Tommy Pham is probably better in right field than what we have now, as long as he plays right field. Like, does what, do you know what position he plays I can look that up. I mean, he's an outfielder. I know that. Right. Yeah. Because, t- you know, right field in Fenway Park is fucking bare.
0: He's listed as a left fielder. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm sure ah. he's in right field. Um, meanwhile, the two superpowers in the fucking American League are the Yankees and the Astros.
1: Right. And they're bulking.
0: And they're bulking. Yeah. Who what, what
1: have the Yankees picked up so far? Uh, Montes and Tribiano or Tri- Tribino from the A's pitcher, a starter and a reliever, and Montes is probably the number two pitcher, if you don't count Otani on mm-hmm. the trade market after the guy that the Mariners got, which we should shout out to Ooh. Thomas. Yeah. Um, although I think he maybe Luis Castillo got lit up tonight. Oh. Okay. Um, or maybe didn't start yet. I don't know. Um, so, and then they got Ben and Tendi earlier in the week or last week. Um, left-handed hitting outfielder. To so they're going for it, mm-hmm. and they really sounds like they kind of cleaned out the farm for those guys. Yeah, the pitchers.
0: Yeah, the Mariners. You mean?
1: Yeah, no the. Yankees.
0: Oh, the Yankees. Yeah. Um, Tommy Pham has played left field, center field, and right field. He's almost ex- almost all left field, but he's played all three. And he, hmm. so, <clears throat> I don't know. Make that what you will. Um, yeah, the Yankees are going all in, and we were talking about this before the podcast. If the Yankees are going to go all in, this is the fucking year to do it. Yeah, it's true. And they have been struggling. They were a 500 team in the month of July. So, I mean, yeah, they're still the best team by record in Major League Baseball. I think the Astros are better than them right now. And I think the Astros will probably be, just because of the schedules, I would say the Astros are more likely to be the number one team going into the playoffs instead of the Yankees. But, you know, both of these teams are looking at playing each other. Or the Mariners, fucking Bill Mariners. Right,
1: Bill Mariners.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would love to see that. Uh, yeah, so Trevino, who else did the Yankees get? They got somebody else that I thought was not a uh, fail. They got a hitter. This is a great podcast. Who? They got another back. The
1: Astros? Trey oh. Mancini?
0: Oh, no, but let's talk about Trey Mancini. What the hell?
1: Do you agree with the Orioles getting rid of him? Seems weird. Um, he's like the most popular Oriole alive right now. Right. Including Cal Ripken Jr., I'm talking about. Um, um, but he, uh, yeah, that's a big deal for the Orioles. And you know, the Orioles have already had a successful season, and maybe that's what they're thinking about. There um, is, we we've already won this season. Let's not try and pretend like we're going to compete with the Yankees and the Astros for the let's not go in because we're not, you know, we're trying to build around this core. Maybe let's add to that. So, you know, and it's, here's the thing about, you know, the Red Sox traded away Vasquez who is a good player, um, really good catcher, good player, fan favorite. And, you know, people are going to be pissed about it. Trey Mancini's a fan favorite for the Orioles. The Orioles don't really have any fans. So it's going to be like, that's an easier pill. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an Orioles fan, so I don't know. But like, nobody goes to those games, you know? So it's not like they're going to alienate their fan base by being worse than they already are. Um, But, you know, I just don't see High and Bloom lasting in Boston, if I'm being honest, because... That guy's got to fucking go. You've been saying that for a couple of weeks. You still feel yeah. that way? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just don't see the Red Sox being better next year than they are this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we're in last place right now.
0: Right. Half
1: a game behind Baltimore. Behind Baltimore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that sucks for you guys. And, and I was talking to a couple people on Twitter who were curious about why Baltimore was selling. And I was like, it's because they're in the AL East. Like, yeah. they're only a game behind the White Sox, I think. Maybe even half a game behind the White Sox. But the White Sox are in a different division. So the White Sox have more than a 50% chance right now to get to the playoffs according to fan graphs and Baltimore only has a 2.5% chance to get to the playoffs because right. they're buried in the AL East and the rest of their schedule is going to go Yankees, Toronto, Yankees, Tampa Bay. for the, right. the Almost entirely the rest of the season, which sucks for them. But it, I mean, like, I don't know. I got a little nostalgic, not even nostalgic. That's the wrong damn word. You know, Trey Mancini was all sad that he got traded to the Houston Astros. <laughs> yeah, like that, you know, he made a home for himself and with the Orioles. And
1: yeah, same with Vasquez.
0: Yeah. Well, what did and same with uh, Contreras Wilson Contreras for the Cubs. He was all teared up. They haven't moved him yet, but it's assumed that they will. Right. But now he'll be with yep. the. Astros and, but.
1: Yeah, I just don't know. I mean, you know, I was talking to Eli because he was here this week and shout out to Eli. Shout out to Eli. But he was saying that this year's Red Sox team was everything he was expecting for last year's Red Sox team. Oh, Interesting. And like last year's Red Sox team was real fluke, you know, Um, and played inconsistent. And then you know, went on runs, and the, this year's team was kind of doing the same thing. But then the pitching just totally fell apart. Yeah. And like, you can't, you can't run a team in Boston the way you run a team in Tampa Bay, because when you fail, you got to be held. You're going to be held accountable for it, and that shit doesn't happen in Tampa Bay. You know, it doesn't happen in Baltimore, right? Pittsburgh. Um, and I don't think that. I don't
0: think the Red Sox get that. No. or Heim Bloom Heim Bloom. I don't it? think
1: Bloom gets that. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Um, the White Sox, you know, other than picking up Dykman from or Dykman from Boston, the White Sox haven't made any moves, and everyone. But there have been lots of real moves. So they're in on the rumors for Juan Soto. They were in on the rumors when the Angels looked like they were going to move Shohei Otani. Apparently, the White Sox were one of three teams who were quote-unquote serious about making an offer for Shohei Otani, which, if it were realistic, I would fucking love. But I don't think it's realistic at all.
1: Yeah, and I also didn't see any of that. So that might just be like White Sox – internal circle jerk sort of yeah nonsense
0: Uh, yeah i think it was like john Heyman, but i'm not positive about that um but the white Sox are always like that they're like oh we were looking into that big name we were looking into manny machado we were looking into uh bryce harper you know but we never we never get these big free agents i don't think we have the pieces right now to make a serious offer for Juan Soto essentially. I would like us to try to get Josh Bell, but I think he's going someplace else. Um, so I really think that RGM Rick Hahn is gonna look at the pieces that we have and be like, okay, this is what we got. You know, go go win the trash AL Central. Here's the weird thing is that our center fielder, who's kind of been rumored in some of these trades, Luis Robert, who you know, he's one of my favorites for the white side. Right, He's had like a mystery disease for the last week. He got pulled from a game for lightheadedness, went to the IL, did a very short uh, AAA rehab stunt, came back to Chicago and hasn't played in the last, like, two series for Chicago for flu-like symptoms. So nobody knows what the hell is going on with Luis Robles, which fucking sucks. I'm worried he's, I don't know. <laughs> I think he's got, like, long-term COVID, honestly, is what I think.
1: Right. I have no idea.
0: Or they're going to trade him.
1: Hmm. He'd be a good pickup for anybody.
0: Right. Well, you, I mean, the question is, because he's real young also, could the White Sox package Robert, who's a center fielder, with a couple of prospects for Juan Soto?
1: Right. So
0: the Nationals basically get the same thing, except not as good in Luis Robert, a hard-hitting center fielder who's young, and then one or two
1: prospects with that. Right. Yeah, they're asking for a king's ransom in prospects. Really old, yeah.
0: And they should get it. They definitely should get it.
1: Yeah, but I doubt they will. Like if they haven't already. Like yep. the p- people who want to make moves are gonna make moves. And if they're not gonna get <clears throat> they feel like they're gonna lose out on this. Soto sweepstakes. They're gonna look elsewhere and then all of a sudden the nationals aren't gonna have any more dance partners.
0: Yeah, I could see that happening real easily. And then he's stuck on a team that he knows doesn't want him and can't afford him. Can we talk about
1: this Josh Hader trade? I was about to bring that up. Yeah. What do you think? I do not get it. He's got twenty-nine saves this year, and they traded him to the they traded him for the closer for the Padres, who has 28 saves, and they're like numbers are pretty similar. <laughs> but then the, the Brewers got like a bunch of prospects back, too. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I saw that. And they're both the Brewers are first place in the NL Central, and the Padres are second place in the NL West. Right. Um, this could be
1: fun in October. Okay, so, totally. Could be my, a fun trade. My like, bet. Who blows a save in that series? Oh, wouldn't that be Hader?
0: Hader would blow the save in the bottom of the ninth at what was once... Or
1: the other way around. Or the other way around.
0: Yeah, the Brewers fans should heckle the shit out of Josh Hader. Yeah. Um, it sounds like the Blues knew for whatever reason, and I'm really speculative about this, for whatever reason, they knew that they weren't going to resign sign Hader.
1: Right, because there's so much money, probably.
0: Right, or there's some bad blood, or he's hurt, and they know something that nobody else knows. Right. Uh, but probably the most common reason would be they can't afford him. But like, who's the who they get? Who's the Padres closer that they got? Uh,
1: I'll look them
0: up. Because, like, how could they afford this guy but not Hayter? I guess Hayter was an all-star. And,
1: Maybe oh, there's man. more control. I don't know. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, oh, you guys just played the Brewers also. So, I don't yeah. know. I think it's weird. If I were the Brewers, even if I couldn't afford to keep Hater, I would try to win now. Like, you're still a playoff team.
1: Yeah, I think that the Brewers will move their setup man, who's also really good, oh. to the closer and use this, this Padres guy as the setup. I remember oh. reading that, actually. I can't remember. Um, That's but a- the guy, the, the setup man for the Padres or the Brewers has like a streak of 32... Like appearances without recording, without letting any runs in. So they're banking. I'm switching him to the closer role, using this guy as a setup man. And then they got a couple other pieces too, like uh, young prospects, pitching prospects, three of them, I think.
0: So this is weird. So Hader, I should try to find his games. He was an All-Star this year, but he's having his worst year of his career.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: He's got a 97 ERA plus. He's got a 4 2 ERA. He does have 29 saves. Um, how many blown saves does he have? He's got four losses. So I'm interpreting that 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 means he's got four blown saves.
1: Well,
0: not necessarily. You can have more than that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, I want to see if I can find um, his his game by game stuff. So that that's really interesting. Um, game season, well, his game logs. <clears throat> um, so last time he pitched was. July 29th, yeah, I mean, ooh, (laughs) he's been really good except on back-to-back starts or, or consecutive appearances, July 13th and July 15th. July 13th against the Twins, he got zero outs, gave up two hits and three runs. And on July 15th against the Giants, he got one out, gave up five hits and six runs and three home runs. On July 3rd, his season ERA was a 1.05, and it's now a 4.24. Wow. Yeah, so his ERA has gone from one oh five to 4.24 this month. Yikes. But since those two awful starts, he's gotten better. He's only given up one run in his last four innings pitched. I don't know, though. He got rocked there. That's not good. So maybe they just are like, you suck now, hater. But I doubt that. I'm actually wondering who left him out there to get six runs on five hits. That seems silly. Um, so I went to a I went to three White Sox games last week. Did I tell you
1: that? Uh, three. I went to three White Sox games last week. Oh, cause yeah, no. Tell me about them.
0: I went to a home game against Cleveland and then I went to Denver and I went, they had a two game set at the Rockies and they split their two game set with the Rockies uh, which is my first loss at a White Sox game so far this season. I'm, I'm seven and one now. And I was really pissed off about it because the White Sox blew that game They didn't have Hendricks available um, because of altitude sickness, which, I mean, it's a real thing, but that fucking sucks. And so they put in Kendall Graveman in the ninth inning with a 5-3 lead, and he blew it, and they lost 6-5. They got walked Mm. off by the Rockies. I was really upset about that. Um, But other than that, Denver is a cool city. I love Denver. Uh, Shout out to Denver. And shout out to Jordan on White Sox Twitter for hanging out with me at the ballgame also. Uh, The whitest socks you know. Um, And I liked Coors Field but I would put it like in the middle echelon of like stadiums I've been to. I'm glad I got to go to it twice because I found some of the, like my first trip there, I was like, man, this stadium's kind of boring. There's nothing really weird or unique or or, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Memorable about it. Um, But then the second time I got to find some cool shit, like they've got this whole area in right field that's natural, colorado uh foliage and you can't see the colorado rockies the mountains from the stadium but apparently if you go up to the 300 level you can and i never got to do that which i should have mm. uh, that's where the good views are that's where the good views are and right. and you can just go up there i mean at white Sox stadium if you don't have a 300 level ticket they don't write you up there which is stupid That is stupid. Yeah. (laughs) At God of Flannel is Jordan. Um, But yeah, it was cool. It was funny. My first game, I sat out in the bleachers in center field. And then the second game, I sat behind the third baseline. And both times, I sat, I like coincidentally sat to the same White Sox fan and his son. And when that guy saw me in the second game, he was like, oh, no, not this guy. Because I was heckling the players the entire time. (laughs) After the game. So I went to three games in four days. And after the game on, I guess it was, I went to a, no, that day, right? Yeah, yeah. I went to a Sunday game, a Tuesday game, and a Wednesday game. And on Thursday, I woke up and my throat was just killing me. I thought I had COVID, but I think it was just Mm -hmm. a sore throat from screaming at baseball players all week long, which uh, I love to do. So shout out to Denver. I'm up to 12 out of 30 stadiums now, I believe, Uh, but probably done for the the year, unless unless something changes. Right, because you got another trip coming up. Because I got another trip. I'm flying to Germany tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Sick.
0: Yeah. And what's
1: on the agenda for that?
0: I don't know. Um, podcast listeners, Marin and, and Lewis, invited me along with them kind of at the last minute. And I was like, okay, I'll go to fucking Munich. Um, I and mean, what I, are they doing there? I don't know. They're going with his parents. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. All I know is that I'm. she said bring a sleeping bag. So I'm bringing a sleeping bag. And there's okay. at least one day of like hiking through the mountains.
1: But mm-hmm.
0: so that's all I know of so far. And they're flying out right now. They're probably on their plane as we speak. And i right. tomorrow morning. And then I'm going to, I'm landing in Munich at like it's gonna be in the morning time in Germany, and then I've got to like get on this train and take this train from the airport to the hotel, which shouldn't be too hard. But you never know. You speak a little German, right? I speak a little German. Yeah, I took two years of German in college. <laughs> I've never been to Germany though, so I only know it from like books, right? Philosophy books. Um, and
1: how long are you going for? Uh,
0: a week, nine days
1: heck. Yeah. And do you have anything on your agenda? Like, are you no. going to peel off and go no. see Immanuel Kant's house or whatever? Right, yeah. He,
0: that would be a different plan. yeah. So Here. you're going to be in Munich for nine days, or are you going to travel around? I think, I don't know. I think their plan is like Bavaria, like like gotcha. Southern Germany, Southeastern Germany, because um, I think it's going to be spending some time in the city in like a hotel, and then I think going out into the countryside and going to like little villages in the in the countryside. That's cool.
1: I think that's searching the, for gnomes and shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely searching <clears throat> for gnomes. Um, you know, I don't know if this is like way in country
1: or not. Right. So I've been to Germany, but only for like two days in Berlin. Okay. Uh, And it was kind of like a little bit of a layover almost for me because I was just um, on my way to Florence from Amsterdam. So I was there. I had a really good time. I stayed in this youth hostel. I was like 18 years old Uh um, and met a bunch of people and just kind of partied pretty hardy for two nights and then left. So I can't say that I... Did much cultural stuff other than eat, you know, giant pretzels and drink beer. Um, And I think I maybe went to one museum.
0: Yeah, Munich is right near the Austrian border. Right. And so, and it's near the Alps. So I think we're going to do a lot of like looking at mountains and walking around in mountains. I don't think we're going to go to. We're really close. I'm looking at the Google map right now. We're really close to Innsbruck and Salzburg, which are both in Austria.
1: Yeah, I got uh, dumped in Innsbruck. Actually, I think
0: you got dumped like, in Innsbruck. Wow. Yeah, I
1: had like a. Are you familiar with the Euro Rail Pass? Yeah. Sorry, I bought a Euro Rail Pass, and I was traveling to visit my brother in Italy, and so I didn't know that the Euro Rail Pass didn't cover Austria and so I took this train from Berlin to Italy somewhere but as soon as I like the first stop over the border in Austria I got kicked off the train because I didn't have enough euros to buy the ticket through Austria Uh and um uh and I didn't and you know it was before you could just I didn't have a credit card or anything, and it okay. was before you could have a you know debit card, um, like you know use a debit card like a credit card essentially. So, I spent a night in Innsbruck also, and actually had a really good time there too. So, how did you get back on the train to Italy? I just bought a train ticket at the train station, oh, okay. but there wasn't another train until the next
0: evening. Gotcha. Probably we, it was. Were you going to Venice?
1: No, it's going to Florence. I might have gone through Venice. Oh, no. But I never got off the train. I went straight from... It was just the one overnight train. And that was when I got back on the train, there were no cars available. Oh. And I met these weird missionaries. Where were they from? Prague, maybe? Uh And we sat on our backpacks in between the cars and smoked cigarettes and drank wine that I had in my bag all the way like all night long, no sleeping. Cause there was nowhere, to, the train was overpacked. <clears throat> cool,
0: that sounds awesome. Yeah, it, was,
1: it, was, it was cool, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Um, and then we all got off the train in Florence and went to this park and they fell asleep. And then I just bounced and went sure. to find my brother. Whose number I didn't have. I just I walked all the way, I bought a map and walked all the way across Florence to my brother's apartment and rang on the buzzer because I couldn't figure out like the phone number I had had the wrong, had the international code and I couldn't figure out why the phone wasn't working. Uh Uh-huh. So I just went to his house.
0: That's something. I mean, I went to Europe when I was 16. I did France, Italy, and Spain. And there is something about traveling before like that you are really the smartphone. Right. Yeah. Um and and being like, well,
1: I guess I'm stuck here or well, I guess <laughs> I hope this is the right place. <laughs> right. Yeah, because if that happened to me now, I'd just buy a ticket on my phone. Yeah. And not get off that train.
0: Right. You're like, okay.
1: Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Lost uh,
0: a sense of adventure, but also I think uh, people get lost a lot less, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I've talked to my parents. good and bad, probably. I've talked to my parents about that. Like, what did you guys do before, like, Google Maps and phones? And they're like, we just got lost all the time. Yeah. (laughs)
1: That's the way it works.
0: Yeah. Um, All right, we should wrap this up. I got a
1: question for you, though. Okay, lay it on me.
0: In the AL East... Who do you think – who would you be uh, more concerned in a playoff matchup against the Blue Jays or the Tampa Bay Rays?
1: Uh, I have a don't bet against the Rays sort of. Really? Oh, in the playoffs.
0: Mm. How many games? Uh, Let's say best of five. Let's say DS.
1: I could see the Jays taking the Rays in a best of five, but not a best of seven. Sure, they'll most likely play each
0: other in that in the best of three wild card if if everything shakes out as is. Shakes out as is, yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, the The Rays have had like I think they've dropped seven out of ten, and they've kind of been struggling lately. And so, and the Blue Jays have been surging. I would actually, if you're betting, I would bet like on the Blue Jays to win the AL East just because if that actually happens, I bet you could win a ton of money right now.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you can make that bet, Joel.
0: I know, but I don't bet because then I'd be more broke, you know, than I am. I just spend all my money on random trips that my family
1: invites me on. Right. Not a bad way to live a life. Exactly, exactly.
0: But that means I probably, we probably won't be podcasting next week, um, or at least not on Tuesday. But maybe we'll be able to podcast later in the week next week. So uh, I know our loyal listeners will be disappointed by that. And uh, then the fucking... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? The... Trade trading deadline will be gone, and we'll be down to the the home stretch of the baseball season. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Things I think I think there's gonna be some more moves today and tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think there's more to come. Although I'm not sure what. You yeah, think the Cubs ditched, get rid of Wilson Contreras, or you think they fucked that up?
0: I don't know. Why haven't they gotten rid of him yet? I don't think. I don't. Know. I mean.
1: I think, I don't know. I thought he was... I think, g- I think they fucked things up, the Cubs. So.
0: Yeah. That'd be interesting because he had a whole tearful goodbye at Wrigley Field. I know. Assuming that he was gone. Um, yeah, we'll see. I thought, he, yeah. I thought he was going to be gone right away. But I also thought Soda would be gone. Um... That day. So there you go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh thank you so much for listening. This has been Dump on the Ump, ostensibly um, a baseball podcast. If you like what you hear, give us a rating, a review, a subscription. Follow us on all your social media applications Twitter at Dump on the Ump, Facebook at Dump on the Ump, Instagram. Maybe I'll put some stuff. I got to see if there's a sporting event I can go to in Germany.
1: Yeah, you definitely should try to hit something up. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but probably soccer.
0: Probably soccer. Yeah, they just finished the women's. <clears throat> Germany just lost the Women's Euro Cup to England, which was like a big deal. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but we'll <clears> see <throat> that. And yeah, uh, listen to us on podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or SoundCloud. Uh, for Sam, my name is Joel. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listen, listening. Have a good evening and a pleasant tomorrow
1: Sweet babe, I'm to leave you